Tonight I am bringing through a transmission of love on entire new levels and new frequencies. And I'm going to speak in the vocal part of this transmission about the love that moves you to your core. The love that is so powerful and profound that it touches every part of your being because it makes up every part of your being. It is I, the Archangel Michael, being called in my destiny to transmit and serve the love that knows no bounds. I have used this term and this phrase in some of my messages through this channel previously in the past. I use it again and again and again because it is time. It is time for the love that love knows no bounds. to express, be known, be lived and experienced in every way. So tonight, I do want to speak about one of the universal laws, yes. But I must say before I speak of it as a universal law that it is so much more than a law. Which is why I'm referring to first and foremost, the love that knows no bounds. It has no limitations. It has no conditions. It just is pure, all-encompassing. All-encompassing love. And I invite you all to meditate on it. It's so much more than an emotion. I have spoken previously through this channel of love being a virtue, yes. And when I have spoken of it as a virtue, I have said that it is so much more. I have referred to it as a power 
yes, as the power. Yes, it is the power. It is a power. I have referred to it as a force, like the living force, like the life force, the love force, the love force and the love power. It is all of those things because it has no bounds. has no limits. It is all-encompassing. I have spoken of it as being an emotion, a very, very powerful emotion, and it is. Yes. It is all of those things and more. The most powerful of all of your emotions, even more powerful than fear, even more powerful than any of the emotions, than any other out of the spectrum of human emotions that you all feel, it is the most powerful as I said, moving you to your core. But it is so much more. This all-encompassing love, it is truth. It is reality. Not only is it real, it is reality. It's an inspiration. It's a motivation. Not just because you experience the emotion of it. It's not just the emotion of love that has the ability to inspire and motivate. Love itself inspires. Love itself motivates. So it's a power, it's a force, it's an emotion, it's a virtue, it's an inspiration, it's a motivation, it's an expression. It can be expressed in many ways. Many ways. It's a cause. It's a purpose. Love is also a purpose. And I speak of this because it's at the heart and the core, because it moves you to your core and it expresses 
in you emotionally at the heart and it moves in you through your soul, through your spirit, through your heart and through your whole body and being. It's at the heart and the core of your purpose, of your destiny. I can assure you of this. I can absolutely assure you that it's in the heart and core of your personal purpose and your personal destiny and of each of you collectively, your collective purpose, your collective destiny. Even in the mission statement that I have brought through and spoken of through this channel to individuals as well as at other times and in other ways, as a mission statement for all of you collectively that's directly linked to your human destiny and to your collective destiny together here. I have defined that mission statement in the following way, to live a life that you love, doing what you love, with whom you love, where you love, in a way that you love, how you love, for the purpose and for the cause of love. And so it is. And so it is. I could actually go on as there's even so much more. Yes, you all have individual soul contracts and you all have things within those soul contracts that are a part of your destiny that comes from the past and your past lives and the past journeys of the eternal soul that you are. And the law of karma, which is something I'm not going to speak about here today, is another universal law that is a very real thing and they're all interconnected. But all of the universal laws are overseen, so to speak are part and parcel, so to speak, of the law of love. In those soul contracts that you reached a sacred accord prior to coming into this lifetime and forged and formed your true will and the divine will, 
there's the personal aspect, yes, of all of those things that are a part of your destiny, but they are all, all. No matter what the karma is, no matter what else there is in those contracts, they are all connected to this mission statement, this collective mission statement that I just spoke of in the words that I just said, and it's not about perfection. I remind you all of this regularly, encouraging you to get out of the mind's idea of what perfection is, the ego's idea of perfection. Perfection is not love, and perfection is not what love requires or what love is. It's a construct of the ego for most of you. Unless we are speaking of the subject of divine perfection, which is something else entirely. It's not about having and doing the perfect thing with the perfect person in the perfect way and the perfect everything. It's about love. In destiny, many people think it's just about the very first part of the mission statement. The part that says doing what you love, with whom you love. or even just doing what you love. Many people confuse that and think that that's all that destiny is. Maybe they'll add it in to add in their loved ones and their family members that are loved ones and think of it in terms of with whom that they love. But I am encouraging you to open your hearts and your minds to embrace all of it, the all-encompassing love on all of the levels and all of the aspects, because it's all your destiny, all of it. Not just doing what you love, not just doing it with whom you love, but in every way, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, any question, anything that you can put with it for the purpose and for the cause of love. And not someone else's definition or understanding of that. And not what someone else's love is. What you love. what you love. Let's take, for example, the doing what you love. Some of you listening to this are already doing that. But many are not. 
and many in the world are not. Destiny isn't just about what you do and what you're meant to do. It's everything that I just described in that collective mission statement, both collectively and individually, and what that looks like as it manifests in your individual lives. But let's focus for a moment on just that one part. Since it is often confused to be the thing that people think of when they think of destiny as something that you're meant to do. Or when they think of their purpose as something that they're meant to do. It is better to do. what you love and what you are gifted at, regardless of what it is. Whether it's work that you do and perform in the world, service that you do and perform in the world, any action, any activity, it's better to do it imperfectly actually and have it be done as love because you love it because it's in your heart, it's in your soul. It's in your gifts. Not only does it not have to be done perfectly, it's better to do it imperfectly than not do it at all. But again, the doing part of it is not just a work or a job or even a service, it's every action, every activity is the doing. And where that comes from, where everything that you are doing outwardly, actively, proactively, where is the consciousness in which it is coming from? Is it coming from the consciousness of love? Not just the emotion of it. Because not only is love not just an emotion, it is also a state of consciousness. So I've described it as a virtue, a power, a force, a purpose, a cause, a state of consciousness, and more, and more. It is so much more. But the state of consciousness in which you are doing and then apply that also to all of the others to the with whom you love the state of consciousness that you are in in those relationships where you love 
the state of consciousness around all of the places and all of the energies and energy fields that you are moving and interacting in and within, creating and co-creating within. And take it into each one of the categories in the mission statement that I spoke. Apply love in your consciousness. Bring love into your consciousness. See through the eyes of love as I've spoken before. Hear, listen. Through love. The more that it begins to permeate your consciousness, the easier and more in a flow, I should say, because the word easy is very misunderstood and I'm not saying it's easier, I'm just saying that there is more of an ease. There's a flow. that you begin to move in and all that you are co-creating with. And when you hear this mission statement, this destiny, collective destiny statement that I have verbalized here today and verbalized before in the past. When you hear it, It doesn't mean that everything in your life is going to manifest on some big and grand scale or that it's going to take a lot of money or energy or resources or things that you think you don't have. It's not about any of those things. To live a life that you love. doing what you love, with whom you love, where you love, in a way that you love, and how that you love. Love is the key to that. There's nothing material about it. Yes, there will be material manifestations, absolutely. And more will manifest, so much more will manifest as you're doing it. When love is the cause, when love is the purpose, the manifestation of everything else moves and flows in alignment with a divine order, a divine grace that is exalted.
And there may be people who think that this does not sound appealing to them because it sounds like it might be a boring existence. That it might not have enough interesting things or diversity or drama that makes life interesting. And to those who think such things or might be resisting for such reasons, I say look to your life experience, something that you love, focus on something that you love. And then ask yourself, is that boring? Is that meaningless? Because deep within yourselves, it is what brings that completeness that you all seek every day. There's a completeness. And let me be very clear that the all-encompassing love that I'm describing, the love that knows no bounds, isn't just always about saying yes to everything. Doesn't mean that, again, everything is perfect all the time. There's nothing nothing about it that is like that. A type of divine perfection, yes. It doesn't just mean constant sweetness. There is a sublimeness to it. All these things that you equate with love can be a part of it, but so much more. And when it comes to the subject of diversity, it is diversity that makes love what it is that makes it even possible. Let me explain. The sacredness of free will and how each one of you are completely unique and completely different. It is an act of love, a gift of love, this uniqueness, this free will, these differences, this diversity. And it is absolutely necessary for it to be the sacred blessing and gift that it is, in order for love to be what love is, without will and without love, being of free will. Love would be forced. 
then it would not then be love. So the living the life that you love that I am describing here today brings a vast diversity of experiences into your life, a vast diversity of ways of thinking and perceiving, a vast diversity of other emotions that also will be there. That doesn't mean that you're only going to want to feel one emotion or that there's only going to be one emotion. The full diversity of love. Because you all came here with this collective mission statement. You all agreed in your soul contracts to this collective mission statement. And you all knew that the whole entire diversity of all of the human emotions and of all of the differences that are there and the diversity of this world and all the kingdoms of the world and all the species of the world, and even in the human species itself, the incredible diversity of it all, that it would all be a part of it and necessary for it. Necessary for it. You all knew and you all agreed. Every person, every soul. Nothing was forced. Because that would not be an act of love. And so apply that love. To everything else. When you're in despair. Feel the emotion. Express the emotion. Heal the emotion. And bring it back to love. And bringing it back to love helps do all of the above as well. Because love is also, for lack of a better word, in your language. I'm going to use the word context. The context. in which everything else is felt, experienced, takes place, happens, occurs. It's the context in which all of life happens. And this is where I promise to speak about the universal law of love. 
when the universal laws were set into motion or set into being. They were set into being as an act of love to ensure that the highest good always come about for all beings, for all life, for all of creation. That the highest be done. And they were set forth to oversee, especially all of the realms of material creation, all of the dimensions of the material universe and universes. And they are. The context and the governing, guiding forces, principles. Again, there are no words to describe. Laws. That everything occurs within and takes place within, within the material universes the material universe of existence in which you are incarnated. And all of the other universal laws synergize with the law of love, yes. But they are also more than just synergizing. They synergize with the law of love because they are always a part of that context. They all exist as part of the love that knows no bounds and of the law of love created to include all. That's all inclusive, all-encompassing. So if you think of love as being all-encompassing, that means that the law of love encompasses all of the laws. And this has been taught in so many ways throughout history. To humankind. Nature teaches it to you. You all have had all throughout history, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity in your relationships with each other. Teaching this, helping you to understand it. All of the great religions and spiritual wisdom teachings of the world in one way, shape, or form or another 
meant, at least originally. To share it. To imbibe this knowing what I am describing and provide practices and ways of being aware, of being in alignment. Always and in all ways. But for far too many reasons than what there is time to explain here today, one of which I will mention, and that is that, that far too many of you believe that you do not deserve it or that you are not worthy of it. This all-encompassing love is still something that is awakening in your mind and your consciousness that you are returning to in your thoughts and your awareness but your heart your soul is already there it already knows and exists within and creates and co-creates within This context, the law of love creates and when it comes to the role of the universal law of love, not only does it help to ensure that the highest good, the supreme good, always comes about for all. But it does more than that. That the highest love will always be known for all and experienced by all. Now, now, and now. It's there. It's real. It always has been, it always will be. Receive it. Allow it. Embrace it. Honor it. 
love it. Love it. Perhaps that can be one of the ways in which you can start to experience it. Giving your love back. Loving the universal laws, all of them. Not thinking that any of them are punishments or constraints, they are not. They are all providing the container and the context, holding a sacred space. Any of you that have ever performed healing for someone in which you've participated in facilitating a healing experience understands what it means to hold a sacred space. Any of you who have ever helped someone go through hardship or despair in which all it required and all they really needed for you was to just be there, understands and knows what it means to hold sacred space. The universal laws are doing this. They are holding the protected sacred space for all souls. and all of creation and all of the 12 dimensions and beyond of your material universe. Love that. Love them, embrace them, honor them, respect them, Align with them. You all have experienced magical moments in life. No matter how many hardships there may have been along the way. No matter how many difficulties. You all know what I mean when I speak of magical moments. Some of them might be even felt as if they were miraculous moments. Moments of awe and wonder. Those moments are moments in which you are aligned. which you are aligning in the way that I'm describing today. And one moment can lead to another and can lead to more. And the next thing you know, moments leading to other moments and stringing those moments together to an entirely new consciousness and an entirely new way of co-creating with each other. 
relating, living, loving each other. And it starts with yourself. Loving the universal laws and loving yourself within them. Because you are worthy. You are deserving. There are none amongst you who on the soul level are unworthy or undeserving of the love that knows no bounds, the love that is all-encompassing, the love that is in you, within you, all around you, that is what you are and who you are. So if you hear even in this message just one thing that you can take and work with that, start working with the love, allowing it, flowing it, focusing on it. That's how you work with it, practicing it, embracing it, honoring it, feeling it, yes, but it's not just about feeling. Not emotionally, anyway. It is, and so much more. For example, if it helps you to focus on love as a virtue and work with it in the way that I've been describing all of the virtues, and I've spoken about it as a virtue previously, that will get you to all of the rest because it's all encompassing. It is everything. Or if you choose to focus on what I have said here about it being a universal law. And to start to see your life and the choices that you make. To choose to align with that, live with that. Harmonize with that. Follow it. Be true to it. And if there's something in the collective mission statement that I've described here today that stands out to you, perhaps one part of it more than another, focus on that. Because it is all-encompassing, encompasses all, is the context for all, the purpose for all, 
it can definitely sometimes trigger and your emotions a sense of confusion or overwhelm if any of that happens just remember you're not separate from it this divine love that knows no bounds. You are not separate from. All that you are. Your existence itself is a part of it. And you feel a difficult time receiving it. Really receiving it and having it fill you in every way. Focusing on the giving can help. Yes. Giving love can help with the receiving. As long as the giving and the receiving are in balance, if you are giving too much, then that in and of itself can throw off the homeostasis that I described in my previous message. It moves freely, dynamically, flowing, giving and receiving as part of its movement. And I also wish to remind you, in closing, that not only are you part and parcel of this love, not only is it in you, all around you, the context of all creation, not only are you meant to give and receive it, but that you are loved. You are loved. You are loved, dear one. Deeply, wholly, completely. Loved.
That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And then we slowly bring ourselves back to meditation. As we're coming up out of the meditation, we're going to bring the process back full circle, back to praise to finish the process the angels gave me. So we're just going to do Adonai Elohim just by itself a couple of times, and then we'll be complete. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. Deep inhale, exhale. We slowly bring ourselves about in the meditation. Sometimes I find myself speechless after these messages. Now is one of those times. I have definitely some teardrops still in my eyes. I've at the very beginning of the message, literally felt tears welling up. I just felt so much love and energy moving. This loving, loving energy just feeling it, just like coming in. And Archangel Michael's most loving energy. But then all this immense, I was feeling it uh, in and just moving in and moving in me. And it was like this tear at one point just streaming down my face <clears throat> at the very beginning. And I could tell from even the prayer and how it felt like my energy was even being put into a different place um, for even the prayer that this was going to be a different kind of message. And I have to say it's a different kind of message, but wow, just so, so grateful. I just want to just say how grateful I am for it. There weren't, I can't even think of any visuals that went along with it except for light, so much light moving, just immense, just immense love. That's all I felt. <laughs> and when he was describing it as the context of everything, I could feel that. And it's, and I'm so grateful and it's life changing. There's been sometimes some of these messages that I feel just bringing them through, being the instrument for them, changing me forever, and this feels like one of them. I'm very grateful. In the um, 
podcast will be put up. This message will be put up on the Celestial Voice podcast in a few days. Usually it takes, you know, five to seven days, business days for it to be processed. I have to upload it. There's all these things that I have to do. And um, it'll be on the Celestial Voice podcast on the on Reverend Anna Jones page, so AnnaJonesOnline.com. Um, and uh, it'll also be on iTunes. Uh, so if you go to iTunes, you can just subscribe for it under um, just look just in iTunes, just search under iTunes uh, in iTunes when you're in there under Celestial Voice Podcast with Anna Jones, and it'll be posted there. But I'll email it out to everybody, too. I'm going to go ahead and turn off the recording so that then we can have um, some comments because sometimes people feel freer to make those comments when it is off. So 